everyone, and thank you for joining this week's Stacker Chat. My name is Gina. I'm a team member with the Stacks Project, joined by Maneeb, Stacks founder. Thanks for being here, Maneeb. How are you doing? I'm good. I was traveling a bit, and I'm back in my home office. That definitely feels good. Excellent. Cool. Well, for anyone who is just joining, um, the Stacks 2.0 blockchain launched earlier this year, bringing apps and smart contracts to Bitcoin. And we're able to sit down and chat with Maneev a little bit um, about what's going on. So Friday last week was the latest Stacks Town Hall. Um, and those have been really incredible to see. It sort of started off as a small group of people. Now there's hundreds, many hundreds of people that join every time. Um, and I think there was over 13 different speakers, these like lightning updates that were incredible. Um, and at this point, there are a ton of senior leaders, independent entities for Stacks. Um, how was it watching this ecosystem of builders come together from, from your view? Um, but what are some of the things that you're prioritizing or most excited for really to catalyze upon the momentum that we're seeing? Yeah, I think that was that was definitely interesting. Like uh, I remember uh, like early on when we do town halls, like I would actually be more involved with them. I would have uh, you know a bunch of like question answers for the community and this and that. And it was interesting that um, I. I, I didn't know about the town hall <laughs> and uh, it wasn't even on my calendar. And I actually just saw it. I, I forget if I saw it on Twitter or, or, or somewhere else. And I followed the link and I was actually just in the audience, right? And people were uh, popping up. It truly felt like a decentralized ecosystem. Like I literally had no idea uh, that these new people, uh, who are they, what work they're doing. And they would just like give an update on the exciting things they've done on top of the Stacks, uh, uh, blockchain, and the broader Bitcoin ecosystem, and that was that was just fascinating, right? Like I, I think like I probably enjoyed sitting in the audience more uh, than I have like actually actually being on the other side and, and uh, talking to the community and talking about how we're building the public infrastructure and so on. So it, I think it truly was a moment where uh, like if if I am not updated, like uh, I think a lot of people try to like talk to me or get, get guidance from me. And if I didn't know like so many different things that are happening in the ecosystem, I think it's fair to say that at this point nobody knows, right? Like it's a it's a it's a truly decentralized ecosystem. There could be so many developers who are hacking on cool stuff that you know they haven't shown yet. Uh, I was just looking the other day. I think there are now uh, something like you know eighty plus smart contracts that are deployed uh, on the Stacks blockchain, and it's a permissionless system. Anyone in the world can come in and just like deploy these things, and it's a permissionless blockchain. Anyone could be a miner. Uh, and and sometimes you don't even know like who who's mining, who's publishing these contracts, and so on. Uh, so it's great that this community is actually coming together organically, uh, independently, and they're being attracted by the values of Stacks and Bitcoin, where we optimize for decentralization, we, where we optimize for open networks, and we want to build a truly open source decentralized system here. And I think uh, people all over the world are kind of like responding to those type of values coming there. And I think that was that was just like amazing to see. Absolutely. Now, I kind of feel like over the last year or so with the launch of Stacks 2.0, um, the project has really gone from zero to one. We're seeing this incredible momentum. Um, what do you really envision as sort of the next chapter, the next wave of adoption for Stacks? So I think my view is that um, the public, public 
infrastructure work is pretty much like done. Obviously, there will be small improvements here and there. Uh, there are ways, you know, people would come up with maybe doing some things more efficiently and so on. I have some ideas. I'll, I'll discuss them as well. But in general, I think the public infrastructure is not there. So the equivalent of that would be uh, when Bitcoin launched and miners were operating it. Yes, there have been some improvements on the Bitcoin network over time, but largely speaking, I think Bitcoin has been a stable code base and a reliable network, and people are able to do other other things on top of the decentralized network. And I think I I think of stacks that way, uh, where it's actually the the way the proof of transfer uh, mechanism works. It actually inherits a lot of the proof of work type properties. Uh, and given how the blockchain is open, anyone could be a miner, how we respond to reorgs and things like that. There's a lot of uh, motivation that was taken from Bitcoin's proof of work and in many ways, like making it more energy efficient and still, still providing kind of like interesting security guarantees and so on. So I do see ourselves a little bit like Bitcoin. Um, that the, the core blockchain would, would be stable. It'd be very hard to kind of like make uh, breaking changes to the underlying consensus because you need you know more than eighty percent of the miners to come together and agree to that and, and so on. Um, I do think the next chapter is really about applications and smart contracts, like developers doing interesting things there. And again, as 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 I was saying earlier, that uh, it's amazing to see so many people coming in and actually tinkering with these things and actually developing interesting stuff. I think just just today, uh, I, I tweeted about boomboxes, which is you know Dan. Uh, uh, and others who have kind of like built the NFTs on Bitcoin uh, using Stacks. And these NFTs can have these interesting properties where just like Stacks has Bitcoin rewards, you can actually attach some sort of rewards. Like I think maybe right now the rewards are in Stacks, but then the Stacks themselves can be used to earn Bitcoin and stuff like that. But that's super interesting that, you know, because Stacks is a uh, Bitcoin yielding asset, people are using it in creative ways, uh, even, even with NFTs. And then on the smart contract side, I think uh, the Stacks Accelerator is a great place to watch. Uh, there's something like 25 new startups, new entities uh, that are going through the accelerator. And that that's just the batch like over the summer, right? Like I expect a lot more of these things to happen over time and organically around the world in a decentralized fashion. Because I think people who care about decentralization, who care about open networks, uh, who actually, they're the same type of people who get attracted to Bitcoin versus some other blockchains that might be more closed or you know, more centralized and don't kind of like stand for uh, decentralization as much as Bitcoin. And I think Stacks uh, kind of like goes hand in hand with Bitcoin. So I think we attract that type of a community and that type of developers. And I, I do think that, um, that that is really the next phase in terms of like some of the things that I'm personally interested in, like I've uh, over, over the past month or so, I've had some more time uh, thinking about you know potential ways uh, where uh, you could launch like additional functionality, uh, uh, like for example, I think I've discussed the, this idea at a very early stage of like subnets, where the Stacks chain is kind of like the main 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 network, but you could potentially have subnets that have different properties. Maybe you want faster transaction uh, processing times, or or maybe uh, some other modifications that you want, and you can run it as a subnet. I think that's one idea I'm tinkering with. I will probably write it up. But again, I can't introduce that change into the network. Like I, I can just write up my thoughts and kind of like share it with the community and see uh, see where it goes. And the second area is uh, around um, new features in Clarity language, where you can potentially 
uh, right back to Bitcoin more, more directly. And I think better support for that could actually be super interesting because I think people are only beginning to discover the power of uh, clarity contracts reading Bitcoin state. So if you do a Bitcoin transaction, uh, it can trigger logic on the, on the, on the stack side. And I think you, you can also do the reverse of that. And it's already there in some limited capacity through the PUX contract but uh, you want to make it more general. I think those are the two areas that I'm personally more uh, interested in, like uh, mostly kind of like new types of functionality as subnets. And, and secondly, the, the clarity right back to, to the Bitcoin work. Absolutely. Inventor and running hero. And um, hopefully we, we've also been able to... Um, free up some bandwidth because we've been hiring some senior leaders. Um, would you be able to talk to some of the folks that have recently joined Hero? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that has been uh, really good. That was actually like a, a learning for me. I feel like uh, even even when we were working on launching uh, the SACS blockchain, and that was a really big event, obviously, because independent miners were going to come in and launch this network, and it was a big kind of like moment in, in the ecosystem. I feel like I was just constantly uh, just running from one thing to the next. And, you know, the, the concept of like uh, ever taking a break was like just not there. I think the last time I took a break was probably like August of 2019 or something like that. So it's been, it's been, it's been a long time. We're in 2021 now. And uh, I started realizing that uh, there are almost like an unlimited number of things I could be working on. Uh, like I would, you know, for example, personally spend a lot of time in the grassroots, in the community, like talking to people, learning about, you know, what, what do they want from, from a decentralized ecosystem like SACS and this and that. And I started realizing that, you know, there are certain things where the ROI is a lot more if I directly spend my time there. And uh, I've, I've kind of like disconnected myself from certain activities, like on purpose. And I'm actually spending a lot more time on, on more high levels. Things like like hiring is one thing. Uh, I think a lot of people uh, have been giving me advice that you know you really need to have uh, bring in like more experienced senior leadership at Hero uh, so that on the more day to day operations uh, uh, type of work, like I don't have to directly get involved because I think there are people better than me who actually run companies at a much like bigger scale want to come in and do this work and and it's actually better that they do the work versus me trying to do that work. So I think Alex is a great example. Um, people must be familiar with Stack Overflow. Like so many developers around the world use it. And uh, Stack Overflow recently had a uh, $1.8 billion exit. And Alex uh, was, a, was an executive there. He actually worked directly with the CEO, Joel Spolsky, that I highly respect him as a, as a CEO and also uh, as a developer. And they built one of the best engineering teams, uh, like like in, in in the country, and definitely definitely in the in the um, East Coast and New York area for sure. And getting Alex to actually come in and join Hero is a is a huge deal for us, right? Like he he built the Stack Overflow enterprise business. He actually scaled the company uh, a lot, like and the company grew a lot under him. So I think that that was a very strong hire for us. And I can, I can already feel the, feel the difference now, right? Like Alex can actually take on a lot of the responsibility of the day-to-day -day operations and, 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 and uh, leadership internally at Hero. So Alex was interestingly on the town hall introducing himself, which is great. Like, you know, I, I was not there, but he was, and that, that also uh, felt great. And similarly, uh, we've hired a VP of marketing, uh, Caitlin, who was at, uh, 
Amplitude, which is like a $4 billion company. Uh, she was at GitHub. She was at Stack Overflow again. They actually, she had overlapped with Alex at Stack Overflow. And again, that's a very, very strong hire. And I'm, I'm very, uh, very excited about that. A lot of people uh, tell us that, you know, uh, people at Hero, they're all kind of computer scientists and engineers, and we've built like great technology. And we need to, uh, you know, simplify some of our uh, messaging and actually reach more developers and so on. And that, that is, I, I, I realize that, that that's a very important area. So we actually spend a lot of time. I think we did more than, uh, I personally spent like more than six months uh, on this particular hire uh, for the VP of marketing. And I think it's, it's totally worth it. Like getting the right person like Kitman in the job uh, can really increase our reach in terms of number of developers Hero can, uh, can reach. I think it's important to understand the difference here. Like Hero is one entity within the broader Stacks ecosystem. And we focus on developer tools. And what I'm talking about over here is how efficient is Hero as a company to build those developer tools and how efficient is Hero as a company to then reach out to developers all around the world and tell them about the features that they can use and then come and build interesting things in, uh, like, like on top of Bitcoin and stacks. Right? And I think that's generally good for everyone in the broader Bitcoin ecosystem, but obviously for us as a company, like that's our bread and butter. We want more developers to come and, and use these products because then we want to uh, potentially monetize these things down the road as a company, right? So we have we obviously work in the Stacks ecosystem, but uh, we are a business at, at the end of the day. So we want to get a lot of developers to use these things, and then we can potentially uh, monetize that. Uh, for for example, we announced the uh, Hero platform uh, some weeks ago, where that's a hosted platform. People who are looking for certain services instead of running it themselves, if they just want to pay Hero uh, uh, to run those services, they can. Obviously, it's at a very early stage right now. There's no kind of paid offering. And we are uh, right now learning from the developers, trying to make their life as easy as possible. And slowly, we'll iterate over uh, how, how the, that hosted platform would put a role over time. But in general, I think making hires like these obviously frees up a little bit of my time uh, that I can then spend more on R&D or other types of kind of like, you know, activities that I wasn't able to do, including, including this chat, right? Like, including like trying to produce more content and uh, getting some of these ideas out in the world. Like I think, I think uh, getting these hires was super critical uh, to be able to do that. Absolutely. And if folks are interested in learning a little bit more about, you know, Hero, the developer tools company for Stacks um, and joining the team, uh, check out hero.so slash careers. Um, just had to throw in that plug, but, um, another thing that I've just been so excited about, um, is how just seeing a ton of energy and traction in stacks chapters across the world. Um, you know, this is like Pakistan and other countries. Um, how are you viewing Bitcoin and stacks as sort of a tool and opportunity for, for growth in these international, um, communities? Yeah, so I think that, that that has been super encouraging uh, for sure. Uh, I, I don't have the latest stats, but I think at some point, uh, some months ago, when I looked, there were more than 30,000 uh, community members on various uh, local groups on Telegram, right? So some of them are in local languages. For example, there is a there might be like a Pakistan uh, group or a Persian group or a Turkish one or, you know, uh, in places like Egypt or so on. And that's like really amazing to see. That basically, to me, says that the mission of what we are trying to do, we're trying to build this 
you know, decentralized internet on top of Bitcoin actually speaks to a lot of people. And specifically, uh, our focus on smart contracts for Bitcoin, like that people see that as, as a much needed thing. Uh, people see that as a huge potential opportunity where you know, Bitcoin is the largest network, uh, the largest crypto network. And most of the Bitcoin is pretty much like passive right now, right? like in the sense that it's not actively deployed in smart contracts. And developers around the world like basically see that as a potential big opportunity. And people are getting excited about the work that Stacks has done, which is very unique, that instead of building a separate blockchain, we basically came in, figured out a way that you can have an L1 blockchain that can connect to Bitcoin, that can enable uh, kind of like getting benefits from, from the Bitcoin security and also enable you to directly uh, kind of like have Bitcoin transactions trigger logic and smart contracts or, or the other way around that you know, we have smart contracts that are triggering logic Bitcoin. And that's, that's I, I truly think that that's groundbreaking and that uh, just starts this new path that instead of having these all these different networks and there are many of them, right? Like Ethereum is, is the largest, but also uh, you know, Polkadot, Solana, Avalanche, like there are so many other networks that are doing amazing work in their own regard, but uh, why can't you just do this on Bitcoin, which is by far the largest network? And I think that's the work that we want to enable, and we're, we're, we're super excited about it. And seeing that you know people around the world get excited about it basically reinforces this point of view that this is this is something that is global, uh, and people around the world actually really care about that. For sure. Well, excited to continue to share some updates and um, we're going to wrap up this episode. But for anyone who's interested in learning a little bit more, um, definitely feel free to subscribe to the Stacks YouTube channel. Um, we're going to continue posting these sessions. And um, if you want to learn more, head over to stacks.co to learn about the Stacks ecosystem. And if you're interested in, uh, again, um, learning a little bit more about Hero, which is a developer tools company for Stacks. That's hero.so. And we're going to be tuning back in next week and hoping to do some more AMA type formats with these. Um, so looking forward to seeing everyone soon. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks so much, Gina.